everyone. We wanted to take a quick moment to thank you all for joining us today. This podcast was recorded and is made available to you by Whitley Penn LLP and WP Wealth LLP solely for informational purposes. The information, views, and opinions expressed in this podcast are general in nature and are not intended to be construed as the provision of financial or investment advice by Whitley Penn or WP Wealth. The information discussed in this podcast is accurate as of the day it was recorded, but may then become outdated over time. Please feel free to contact us if you have any questions, comments, or concerns in regard to the content presented. Thank you again for tuning in, and we hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome back to the next installment of Start Now, Success Later. My name is Brandon Russ, and I'm an advisor at Whitley Penn and the WP Wealth Group. And today I'm joined by Shane Miller. Some of you may remember Shane, who came on earlier in the series when we covered budgeting. Shane, how does it feel to be the first recurring guest on the pod so far? I'm excited and uh, really enjoyed the series so far. Good topics. So I'm ready to, to dive into student loans today. Yes. Uh, as you said, we're, we're covering student loans today. Um, we know that going to college can be great. Uh, I wouldn't trade my experiences for the world, but the financial burden is one that is left on millions of people. And it would be a good topic for us to cover and uh, makes for some pretty good conversation today. I think the latest number I saw was that there is currently $1.57 trillion in outstanding student loan debt. So to say that this is a problem facing a lot of people would be a gross understatement. Our goal today is to walk our listeners through the differences in different types of student loans and how they can find some relief. So Shane, let's talk about the different types of student loans that are out there. How about private versus federal student loans? Um, Can anyone apply for a student loan and are there any limitations or things to know during this process? Yeah. So uh yes you can apply for you know you don't have to meet any special qualifications to apply for a student loan uh it's really more about will you qualify for uh different types of loans right so if a student applies for loans under the federal student aid program fafsa and doesn't qualify for enough funds they may need to supplement uh their fund their their funding for school with a, a private loan uh, from something like a bank. Uh, these loans would fall outside the scope of federal relief programs. Uh, they have a little bit different terms um, and uh, you know can, can be uh, more expensive in some cases. So federal versus private, that's not like I went to a public school versus private school, no, right? No, no, it, it, it's all about the, uh, the lender. Gotcha. Right now, though, there, as you were kind of hinting at, there is some relief, I guess you could call it. Many loans are currently in forbearance. Um, will you explain to us what is forbearance and how this quote unquote break could help someone out? Yeah. So a forbearance is relief um, from uh, the enforcement of paying off a debt. Uh, they actually will suspend your interest accrual uh, on the loan for a given period of time. The national forbearance is a unique situation resulting from the pandemic uh, that was part of the CARES Act aid package. 
but forbearance isn't just unique to global pandemics. Uh, often lenders will offer a six month forbearance period post-graduation to help students secure that first job and get ready to begin repayment. So if I do have a private loan, will I still be on the hook for regular payments against both principal and interest? That's right. Um, I'll add that if you're in forbearance and can afford to make your regular payments, you should continue to do so. The forbearance period really gives you a, a great opportunity to make a meaningful impact in your balance sheet. So any payments that you make during forbearance go directly against principal and actually accelerate the reduction of your, your debts. So how long will this forbearance period last? The, well, the current forbearance period is expected to end uh, at, at the end of September this year, 2021, um, but it has been extended before. Uh, originally, it was September of 2020, was pushed to December December of 2020, and now we're expecting it to be this September. Uh, so I guess the the real answer is let's stay tuned and see what happens. Yeah, and this is definitely something you can follow along um, pretty much through your lender. So I would log into the internet portal or however you check the status of your loans. I'm sure that you know right on the top there there'll be a warning kind of outlining this for you. Mm. Uh, do what, will I need to do anything to confirm that my loans are in forbearance? So if you have federal loans, no, there's nothing that that's required of you. The forbearance is is automatically applied. But if you have private loans, those lenders are not required to accommodate the terms of the national forbearance. And so uh, you'll want to get in touch with the lender. I've noticed that most private lenders offer some sort of assistance if you're suffering financial hardship. Um, they they want you to not default on the loan. They want you to you know get back into repayment status. So I encourage you to, to call the lender, you know, do some research online, but then call the lender and ask about those programs. Yeah, definitely don't want to default. So make sure uh, you give your lender a call, see if they can work out anything. Yeah. Um, outside of forbearance though, are there any other student loan relief programs that people could look into? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So uh, there, there's a variety of different programs, but they're limited to specific fields. Uh, so for, for example, uh, teachers uh, who work full-time for a period of years in certain districts can be eligible for, I think it was uh, up to 17,000 of forgiveness. Um, there's a public service loan forgiveness, um, which is if you're a government employee or not-for-profit or work for a not-for-profit, um, you can get your entire balance paid for, but you have to make uh, payments on time every month for 10 years and then uh, and then it can be forgiven also uh, uh, military service there's a, a ton of different programs but you just have to see which program is a fit for you um, these uh, you know can be really really beneficial um, in even if your your family was uh, if, if somebody in your family served um, you can get relief as well Right. I think specifically that's the uh, post 9-11 GI Bill. Yeah. Um, however, some of us are not in those fields, so we can't take advantage of those. Uh, what options do uh, people have that those aren't available for? Yeah. 
So consolidation is another option and it can be beneficial if you have higher rate debt and you, you're trying to skinny up your monthly. Um, you'll want to do some homework on this before you pull the trigger on anything though. So for example, if you have multiple loans, you can consolidate into one note. It has the potential to lower your monthly payment, but keep in mind variable rate options versus fixed rate options. You know, the, the variable notes can look attractive but if interest rates move higher, which is the expectation, it could put pretty significant pressure on your cash flow. Um, I'd also say that when you consolidate uh, a federal loan to a private loan, you're disqualified for relief programs like the National for Forbearance that we talked about earlier. You know, I'm, I'm betting or hoping <laughs> that we don't encounter another period of time where uh, it's necessary to have a national forbearance. Uh, but these are just things that you'll want to consider when taking a look at your balance sheet. So it sounds like it might be wise to wait until after the forbearance period to consider any sort of consolidation or refinancing. Um, whatever we decide to do, uh, we have some payments to make on the debt. What is the best way to go about repaying? So there's there's a couple different repayment options and you know based on your circumstance, there's different fit, um, kind of the the default, right? The the go-to payment method is standard repayment. You make fixed payments over 10 years, it's gonna save you the most in interest, uh, but that might be a little uh, strenuous on your cash flow starting out. Um, you know, uh, you're, you know, you're starting your first job, you, you wanna put some money in your 401k, let's say, you got the debt payments, you've got rent, so that might be a little tough to do, but if you can do it, that's that's the best way to go about doing it. Um, another option is graduated repayment. Uh, this kind of, it, it works like it sounds. Uh, you'll start out with low monthly payments that uh, increase once every two years, but it'll ensure that you finish paying off the loan in 10 years, um, it, which, you know, that that increase, if if your wages are growing, you know, it's it's easier to maintain. Um, and then the income driven or income based plans, uh, they grow with your salary and your payments are based on monthly discretionary income. So you have to jump through some hoops to uh, help them determine what that is. And they also take into account your family size. So if you know, if you have a, a young, big family and you've got a lot of mouths to feed, this might be a good option for you. The only thing about this is it can extend your period of repayment. So instead of getting your debt paid off sooner, um, you know, it could linger for some time, which means you're going to pay more in interest. Um, you know, and, and just kind of thinking about this more broadly, you know, student loans can really add, add up. So if you're considering higher education, you know, really give some thought to the cost associated with it. Um, I, I would really think about your career path, what kind of uh, earnings are associated with that career, what school you choose to attend is really important. You know, going to a community college and transferring into a university might be a good option for a lot of folks. Um, but I do recommend planning in advance of making this decision because it can really set you up for success over the long term. All great points there. Um, Shana, I believe the, the last time you were on, you had discussed the uh, concept of the debt snowball. 
Can you refresh our memories on what the debt snowball technique is and how you can use it as it relates to paying down your student loan debt? Yeah. So I, I love this stuff. So I actually built my own Excel worksheet, <laughs> uh, but there's templates and tools online that are, that are super helpful. And basically the concept is you apply your payments from a retired liability to the next one up. And ultimately you're going to reduce your debt at a faster and faster pace. And the best part of the snowball is when you're done, you've kind of built in a, a savings mechanism and you can really redirect those payments. You're not going to miss them um, because they're, they're built into your budget and you can redirect those to your 401k, maybe make Roth contributions, set up your after tax accounts. And that's really the springboard for accumulation mode. Yeah, definitely. And if you want to learn more about snowball, the snowball technique, uh, you can always go back to our budgeting podcast and kind of learn more. Um, Shane, thank you again for coming on. Do you have any final thoughts to wrap this topic up? You know, I'll just say that this whole series has been so great. You know, our, I think anybody who's listening to this, you know, don't just listen to this and let it fall on, uh, you know, okay, next episode. Uh, you know, take some action on these things. And I think it can make a really big impact to you, um, especially as you're starting out. Thanks. I totally agree. Um, and everyone, thank you again for tuning in this week. Please like, comment, subscribe to the Whitley Penn Talks podcast channel, wherever you listen to your podcast. Also visit our website, wpwealth.com and give us a follow on LinkedIn. We'll see you guys soon. Thanks. Thanks.